Shalom and thank you for clicking to listen to one of our audio messages. At Tikvat David, we are building a Yeshua-centered Judaism for Israel and the nations. We hope that this message will encourage, inform, and inspire you to follow Yeshua and to walk in the pathways of Torah. Enjoy. A few weeks ago, I said in one of my drashes that I don't watch a whole lot of TV. Uh, now, I don't think I noted back then uh, that I actually do watch a fair amount of sports, in particular baseball. But uh, you know, this time of year, I'm not really watching a whole lot because there's no baseball or sports uh, on TV right now, at least not live versions. So, uh, but I do like an occasional movie, and and every once in a while, I'll get into a to a show that we're watching or that my kids are watching. Well, not long after I said that, I started uh, just a few weeks ago. I started seeing uh, increased coverage in various Jewish news sources about the Netflix miniseries called unorthodox. I would imagine that some of you uh, have at least heard about unorthodox, and I'm sure some of you have probably seen uh, the series that I'm referring to. Well, because of the controversy with the series and the different, really the range of opinions that I've seen written in Jewish news sources about uh, unorthodox, uh, I uh, decided that I should watch it just to check it out for myself. So now let me just give a a quick uh, uh, disclaimer here. If you haven't seen unorthodox, I'll warn you that it is raw uh, it is intense. It is not for kids, uh, and it definitely includes some explicit uh, scenes and language uh, in uh, this this series. That being said, uh, my wife and I uh, really did find this four part series to be riveting. Uh, it was uh, it has to do with an Orthodox woman named Esty uh, living in the Williamsburg section of Brooklyn. And she, the story is about her fleeing the Hasidic community to start a new life in Berlin, Germany. So Esty's husband in the, in the plot line, he, he comes after her, and it is quite a dramatic story. Now, uh, some of the reviews from Jewish sources have been sympathetic to the story, and others have been critical of how ultra-Orthodox Jews are portrayed in this series. Now, personally, um, I really don't have... Uh, near enough experience with ultra-Orthodox culture uh, to know how widespread some of the controversial points extend. Um, but what I do know is that uh, the Hasidic Jews that I that I personally know, uh, they are nothing like the ones that were portrayed in Unorthodox. Uh, one of my close friends here in Atlanta is a Hasidic rabbi, and though he dresses and observes Torah, similarly to what was portrayed in this series, Uh, There's something dramatically different that I see in his life, in his family, and in his own synagogue community. I see a lot of kindness and warmth in my Hasidic friend, whereas kindness and warmth were really absent in Esty's community in Unorthodox. In fact, a pivotal moment in the series was when one of the family members admitted to being unkind to Esty's mother, who fled the Hasidic community earlier in the storyline. So, This reminded me, actually, of a complex story in the Talmud, uh, which some understand to be speaking about Yeshua, Yeshua our Messiah. Uh, The story is found in Tractate Sanhedrin, and the gist of the story uh, is that from the perspective of the Talmud, Yeshua became an apostate because he was treated harshly by a character referred to as Rabbi Yehoshua ben Pariah. Now, uh, the modern rabbi who who I, I uh, actually saw this Talmudic reference uh, sourced in, this modern rabbi named uh, Nathan Lopez Cardozo, he comments on this text that uh, this is an example 
of how you never know the damage that can result from treating a member of the community harshly in his mind, uh, in his reading of the Talmud, the way the Talmud presents it and his sort of modern interpretation, he said an entire false religion was founded because kindness was lacking. Now, I completely disagree with Rabbi Cardozo's assumptions and, and with the history he leans on and uh, what, what, how he sees Yeshua. But his larger point actually is quite valid, vivid, and significant. Uh, Torah without kindness wreaks havoc and it can crush the spirit of a person and really drive them out of any community. So, uh, you know, with this week being Shavuot, we are, of course, are celebrating Matan Torah, the giving of the Torah. And once again, you know, the, we want to say yes to Hashem. We will do your Torah as the, the Jewish people did there at Mount Sinai. But as we're being given Torah and receiving the Torah once again, I think it's critical. I think it is critical that we are receiving the right Torah in the right spirit. Torah without kindness and warmth and patience is really no Torah at all. One of the reasons that Esti gave for that, that she communicated for leaving the Hasidic community was that God expected too much of her. Uh, now, that was an understandable, but I would say distorted perspective. Esti's immediate community expected too much of her, but God didn't. God's expectations always come, and God's Torah always comes with kindness and warmth and patience. And that's where Esti's community let her down. The lack of kindness, patience, and warmth, it crushed her spirit. And you can see that at various turns in this series. But really, Torah life should always be accompanied with these important things and this culture of kindness. Paul tells us that kindness and patience are fruits of God's spirit. So uh, as we think about Shavuot, we remember that God's spirit and God's Torah are really bound together. So I think it's accurate to say that if there is no patience and no kindness, God's Torah and God's spirit really are not present. Put differently, keeping Torah under the headship of Yeshua in the power of God's spirit will and should and will produce an environment of kindness. So friends, I hope that if we are nothing else at Tikvat David, that we will be a community of kindness. If kindness is absent, I really don't think we have any of the gifts given at Shavuot. There's really not the real Torah and the real spirit of God. So friends, this holiday, let's resolve ourselves to be conduits of God's spirit and practitioners of God's Torah with a spirit of kindness. Let's resolve that our Torah keeping will be characterized by patience and acceptance and warmth. That is receiving and doing the right kind of Torah. Shabbat Shalom and Chag Sameach. Thank you for listening to this audio message from Tikvat David Messianic Synagogue. We would love to get to meet you in person sometime at the synagogue, so come join us for Shabbat or one of the holidays. Also, you can join us in building Messianic Judaism whether you live in the Atlanta area or far away by financially contributing to our synagogue. You can learn about the options for giving under the Donate tab at tikvatdavid.org. At Tikvat David, we would love to have you stand with us as we are building a Yeshua-centered Judaism for Israel and the nations. Shalom.